Hey, everybody. I'm back. All right. Happy to be here. Okay. In today's episode, we are going to be uh, going into a little bit of NHL news. Okay. Including uh, sad news out of Toronto. Leaf legend Borea Salming passing. We'll discuss that. We are also going to do rapid fire recap of the 15 NHL games last night. As well, we're going to get into three waiver wire ads that I think are going to improve your team moving forward. Let's get to biz. You're listening to Fantasy NHL Today. Everybody, yeah. Sorry, I forgot my uh, my little noise there. I like to do that. That just kind of gets me in the zone. Um, happy Thanksgiving, as I said uh, to anyone celebrating that. Um, the people that aren't celebrating that, it's just Thursday. All right, uh, but happy Thursday. All right, that's nice too. Um, yeah, thank you so much. This is Fantasy NHL today. Welcome back. I know it's been a little while. You know, life gets in the way and uh, of the things that are truly important, like fantasy hockey. Am I right? Yeah. Um, Just kidding. Fantasy hockey is very important. Uh, I enjoy it as well. But yeah, we are back. I'm stoked to be back. I am your host, Blake Creamer. Please follow me at Blake Creamer SE. You got yourself a makeshift bird feeder, sir. This is a Sports Ethos presentation. Head on over to sportsethos.com for all your fantasy needs. They got all kinds of sports. I think they're even doing uh, Frisbee golf. Frisbee golf fantasy. That, that sounds like something I'm into. So, um, But uh, in all seriousness, get on over to sportsethos.com. They got all sorts of fantasy content, uh, a lot of NBA content, which I love as well. So um, get on over there. Check it out. And let's get right into it here. We got a, a big one here. Lots gone on uh, since I've last been here. So um, thank you for bearing with me and thank you so much for listening. Uh, first thing I do want to talk about is Leaf legend Borea Salming um, has passed away today um, after uh, recently being diagnosed, or not recently, last summer diagnosed with ALS. So. Um, I just wanted to just pay a little bit of tribute there. Uh, to be honest, I don't have a lot of uh, familiarity with Borea Salming. Um, he was 71 uh, as well. I didn't mention that. But, um, you know, I, I can obviously see, first off, the, um, I watched that um, um, Leafs tribute they did to him. And, wow, was that ever emotional. It's just, I just find it really hard to see. Um, what I know as a stoic man, sort of just breaking down like that, it was really very touching and, and nicely done by the Leafs organization. So, um, you know, if you get a chance and you want to learn more about Borea Salming, watch that uh, eight-minute video um, where they sort of go into his career and some of the barriers that he had to cross and some of the, you know, the the things that he had to do to to be successful in the NHL. So I'll just quickly read something that uh, Brendan Shanahan, uh, the Maple Leafs president, uh, wrote about Borea Salming. Borea was a pioneer of the game and an icon with an unbreakable spirit and unquestioned toughness. He helped open the door for Europeans in the NHL and defined himself through his play on the ice and through his contributions to the community. Borea joined the Maple Leafs 50 years ago and he will forever be a part of our hockey family. Rest in peace, my man. Very sorry to hear about this. Um, But when I think about... You know, all the European players that I love watching today and I've loved just throughout my time watching hockey. And and this guy was one of the first. So um, definitely rest in peace and uh, all the best to his family. All right. Um, I do want to get into a little bit of uh, updates of the NHL news. News! 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 Let's do it. It's newsy time, okay? Uh, We've got a couple small trades that have happened in the NHL. I'll just get into those really quick. Uh, One between the Leafs and the Coyotes. The Leafs picked up D-man Connor Timmins 
oft-injured D-man Connor Timmons, all right? Um, this guy, uh, I don't know a ton about him. I did a little bit of a research into him. 32nd overall draft pick in 2017. Gold medal with Canada uh, at the World Juniors. And then, yeah, just has, has really had a hard time breaking into the NHL. Arizona, um, they picked up Curtis Douglas. Uh, he's a uh, big center, uh, 22 years old, very big center, actually. He's like 6'9", 240. So this guy's a beast. So just a minor trade. Timmons is going to get a look for sure on, on the Leafs just due to their injury situation, right? With news that Morgan Riley has now been put on long-term injured reserve, right? So what that means for Riley is that he's going to miss a minimum of 10 games and 24 days, right? So that's a big blow to the Leafs that were already missing Jake Muzzin and TJ Brody. It's not good, okay? That's, uh, yeah, the, the, it's, there's some trouble in Leafland. I mean, there, there kind of was already, but, you know... Their defense is, is pretty rough right now. So what that does mean, though, yeah, Timmons may get a look. I mean, he's, he's probably going to get third third li- uh, third pairing minutes, right? So we'll, we'll, they just kind of probably want to see what they have there, right? But um, guys you might want to look at um, for sure for fantasy purposes is Rasmus Sandin. I know he's been picked up in a lot of spots. So definitely keep an eye on it. He's getting reps on the first power play. That first power play is pretty deadly, so... Um, you know, Rasmus Sandin is someone you want to at least, at the very least, keep a watch list on and maybe pick up, right? Uh, the other one is uh, Mark Giordano. Oh, hi, Mark. Um, you know, the veteran. Uh, to me, I would rather have Giordano than Sandin, to be honest. I think you know, you obviously know what you're getting more with Giordano than you do with Sandin. Um, Giordano is going to give you peripherals as well if you're in a category league. Sandin, he's, he's a bit of a wild card. I mean, we know he's an offensive player. He's getting a chance to play on that top power play. Let's see what he does with it. You know, it's a, it's a good opportunity for him. He hasn't looked good this season. But yeah, and now they got Connor Timmons. So we'll, we'll see. I, I don't know. Just keep an eye on the Leafs defense situation. It hasn't been very good this year anyway. Okay. And then as far as Arizona, this guy, Curtis Douglas, he's he probably not going to get a chance to play this year. But, you know, we'll, we'll see. Keep an eye on that. Uh, the other trade was big Ryan Reeves uh, going over to Minnesota in exchange for a fifth rounder to New York. Um, yeah. <laughs> Ryan Reeves is a beast. And anyone, you know, he, he doesn't play a lot. He usually plays under 10 minutes. But he makes an impact in the, in those 10 minutes, right? I mean, anyone who's watched any playoff games where Ryan Reeves is on the ice, it's like that's kind of the guy you want, right? This is a guy that, you know, he gets in the other team's heads just by being on the ice, right? So uh, as far as fantasy purposes, it's not really going to do anything. But, um, yeah, I mean, this guy's a big personality. The Wild are kind of floundering a little bit this season, you know, maybe missing a little identity. So even uh, uh, Bill, Billy Guerin, um, of the wild said that's kind of one of the reasons he wanted to pick up Ryan Reeves, not, not for the fighting, right. Um, but more for just kind of that swagger that he brings and hopefully he can kind of, you know, bring that team together over there. It's a young team. So yeah, I think anytime you're picking up Ryan Reeves, like that, that's going to pay dividends come playoff time, right? This guy's an animal way to go. Big Reevesy. Um, and then for fantasy purposes, if you're playing in a bangers cats league that counts penalty minutes, pick him up. I mean, he's a, <laughs> the guy's just a brute. Um, some more news. Uh, Carolina goaltending situation. Um, Peter Kochetkov. I must break you. Yeah, he's a, he's a young guy. He just signed a four-year deal, $2 million per. Um, you know, a pretty high draft pedigree. He was drafted uh, 36 overall in 2015. Um, he's, he's been playing some decent games for Carolina while, uh, Freddie Anderson's been out. And then anti Ranta, um, was a kind of a late injury over this last game. So he just, he just played the game the other night. Unfortunately, they lost for nothing, but, um, yeah, they, they, they just signed him for four years. So that, that says to me, they they plan on playing him either at a backup level or, or who knows how it's going to go because both Anderson and Ranta are both, uh, uh, free agents at the end of this season. So. Yeah, we'll see how that goes. Um, I think Kochet, uh, Kochetkov, for fantasy purposes, might be worth a pickup, right? Depending on, I, I don't know, Ranta's situation. Uh, I mean, he's showing healthy in, you know, in Yahoo and things like that. But I don't know. Where there's smoke, there's fire. This guy might get a few more starts on a good team, right? So that's, a, that's a kind of a nice player to, to focus on. Okay. And that's it for the news, all right? Let's move forward and talk about some other crap, all right? We're going to try... I'm going to try and do a recap here. Um, there's 15 games in the NHL, so I'm not going to do deep dives in. 
But um, I do want to just, you know, just kind of reference some of these games here. So let's get into the first one, all right? Um, Buffalo and St. Louis. Buffalo takes a win, 6-2, all right? Um, Uko Pekka Lukanen with the dub. Joey Jojo <laughs> Jr. Shabadoo. That's the worst name I ever heard. Oh, no. Hey, Joey Jojo. And Bennington takes the L there. Wow, what is going on in Buffalo? Their offense is insane. Jeff Skinner is incendiary right now. Another two goals to go with his five points the other night. That's seven, seven points in two games. I mean, <laughs> what it, you know, we'll we'll talk about Skinner a little later. I've I've got some stuff on him, but I mean, Buffalo's offense right now is rolling. All right, the problem is. Um, so, so Buffalo's offense, they're fourth in the league in goals for, but the, the problem is they're eighth worst in goals against. So it kind of cancels itself out, right? So they, they kind of need to figure that, figure that out right now. I think that Buffalo could go either way this season. They're definitely a surprise, but I, that's definitely driven by, um, Tage Thompson. Wow. What a, what a player this guy is. Um, hello, Mr. Thompson. I think he's talking to you. I was looking up some of his advanced stats, and he's he's putting up elite rate stats uh, similar to guys like Pasternak and Timo Meyer, and then Tage Thompson. You know, so this is not just a flash in the pan last year. I think Tage Thompson's a, a bona fide um, goal scorer, a player, probably eighty points. You know, with potential for more. I mean, he's a young guy, and his and and his his rate stats and his advanced stats look look pretty darn good. So. Anyways, uh, that's what's going on in Buffalo. Six, uh, six, two, big win there. Nothing going on in St. Louis, unfortunately. Uh, kind of halts their little run that they had there. But you know, St. Louis, will, St. Louis will be better. I'm, I'm happy that they've sort of figured out what it is they're doing there and and uh, kind of righted the ship a bit. Next game up, uh, Panthers Bruins. Panthers take it five two. Uh, Spencer Knight takes the win. Swayman takes the loss. When you <laughs> I mean, Swayman looks like he's clearly lost the goalie battle there. Um, Linus Ulmark, all his numbers are, are at the top of the league, whereas Swayman, yeah, he's, you know, he was injured. And I, I think this might not be a season. We'll see. Just because Ulmark is playing so well and the Bruins are on a roll. Unfortunately, not this game. It was about time that the, the Panthers broke out offensively. Barkov had three points. Ekblad had three points. And my guy, Sammy Reinhardt, the the buy low, potential stay low. He, he's He's... He's shown signs of life in his last five games. I love it. It's uh, all his stuff's coming on the power play most of the time, but uh, whatever, we'll take it. Beggars can't be choosers. Am I right, Sammy? Let's do it. Thanks, buddy. One goal, one assist for Sam Reinhardt. I love that. Yeah, and that's really what's going on. Oh, Patrice Bergeron, not in this game, but the game before. 1,000 points. How's your burger? Way to go, buddy. That's uh, th- this guy's just a legend. I mean, you know, I- I've spoken on uh, Bergeron before because uh, I am a Canucks fan, unfortunately, and uh, Bergeron and his Boston Bruins just destroyed my passion for hockey for a few years after a brutal Game Seven defeat in 2011. So Bergeron was on my hit list, but y- you just can't hate this guy. He's a legend. Uh, he's going to be a Hall of Famer. Um, congrats on a thousand points for him. I'm sure he listens to this podcast too. So. Bergy, call me. Okay, buddy? Thanks, man. Next up, Toronto wins a weird one, uh, 2-1 against New Jersey. New Jersey had three goals called back, and then their fans littered the ice with garbage and all kinds of stuff. Uh, There was a funny interview with Eric Halla. He said he was trying to stop the fans from doing it, and he got hit with a chicken finger. So, yeah, they don't care in New Jersey, all right? They were pissed, all right? And this is what happened. <laughs> but that's fine. Um, New Jersey uh, outshot Toronto 35-20. to 20, So it was Matt Murray sort of riding the ship there. Um, you know, but New Jersey still, um, they're, they're just playing unreal right now. And I feel like they could still be better. So it, it halts their win streak at 13. I think they're going to start another one. We're the Devils! The Devils! New Jersey is a special team this year, and it's just becoming more and more apparent, right? Uh, but not too much to say here. Murray takes the win. Uh, Matthews, Nylander kind of both shut out in the game. I don't know what's going on with Austin Matthews. I keep waiting for him to to break out, to really break out with like some multi-goal, multi-point games, and it just hasn't happened yet. It is shit, Austin. Oh, good, then it's not just me. 
So I'm, I'm wondering if there's something going on there or injuries. I, I don't know. But, I mean, he's still putting up amazing uh, elite um, advanced statistics, you know, um, and rate stats. So uh, you got to think it's coming, right? But the guy getting it done for Toronto is Tavares. He's, he's really been the rock on that team, and he's having a nice resurgence this season. Uh, Vanacek takes the L there uh, for New Jersey. He's been a nice surprise as well this season. Um, you know, you don't ever wish a guy to get injured, but Blackwood's injury really elevated Vanacek to the number one here. And I think it's going to be hard to pry away from him uh, moving forward. Let's keep going. Uh, next one up is the Flames and Penguins. Penguins take it in a shootout. Um, not too much to say here uh, besides what is going on with um, the new additions in Calgary, um, Huberto, Uyghur, these guys are, are getting minimized on Calgary. And, uh, yeah, it's, it's rough to watch. Um, Huberto uh, is a ma- major buy low, right? He's playing on the third line right now. So I, I have actually been able to pick him up in two spots uh, and make trades for Huberto. People want to get out from, from under this guy. You know, when you got uh, someone like that with that kind of offensive acumen playing on the third line, I don't know. It, it, it's not going to last forever. Uh, the truth is his, his, his advanced stats aren't amazing either, but he's done it before, right? He, he's, I think he's, he's still kind of trying to find his legs there. And I think there may be a little bit of a uh, butting of heads with, with Daryl, uh, or sorry, uh, Daryl Sutter. So we'll, we'll see. I think it's going to work itself out. I think it's be fine. I can't really say the same for Uyghur though. Um, Uyghur, um, he, he just hasn't been what, what we thought he might be. Um, and players on his own team like uh, Zadorov, Nikita Zadorov are actually outplaying him in, in terms of what we wanted from Uyghur, which is the peripherals. So Uyghur had, you know, uh, two hits, one block. Zadorov had five hits, eight blocks, and four more minutes on ice. So Uyghur is on that bubble. He, he's, he's a potential drop for me, unfortunately. Like, I was very high on him in the season. Uh, season started because I thought, I think we all thought he would get uh, power play time, but it just hasn't happened, and and his deployment's kind of going away, and Calgary's not playing very well. So keep an eye on Mackie Weeks. I don't like it, all right? Uh, next game, surprise of the night, Arizona blanks uh, Carolina 4-0. Carol Vamelka, the, that legend, uh, Vamelka, with the big shutout there, 36 saves. It's awesome. Lawson Krause had two goals. Nick Schmaltz is back. He got a goal. Um, yeah, uh, I don't know what to say about Arizona this year. It's, uh, there's so many things about this season that don't make any sense. And, you know, Arizona is one of them, not like they're, they're being world beaters or anything, but the fact that they're just competitive and they're staying in these games, it, it, I was expecting a, just a complete, uh, tank for Connor Bedard, you know, but it just hasn't happened. So kudos to them. Um, I would love to get down to a game there and check out this like 5,000 seat arena or whatever the hell they're playing in. Um, that just sounds ridiculous to me, but um, yeah, good for, good for Arizona. I'm into it. Um, and then Jacob Chikrin's back. So that, that's kind of a good story as well. Um, obviously he doesn't want to be there, so keep an eye on that, but that's someone, you know, you may have stashed already. It's a good stash. He's only 50, he's 51% rostered in Yahoo. So um, Chikrin, we'll see. Uh, Goss Despair is the one getting first-line power play minutes in Phoenix. Sorry, Arizona. So um, Chikrin, he's a bit limited offensively because of that. But, I mean, he had a great game. One assist, eight shots on goal, three hits, one block, 20 minutes. That's nice. You know, that, that's what you want from your defenseman. So if he can wrangle that top power play from uh, Goss Despair, he, his, his ceiling's going to go up for sure. And then if he gets traded, I mean, depending on the team, his ceiling should go up. So Chikrin's definitely one. I think he should be rostered at this point. Okay. Pick him up. And then Carolina, they, there was just nothing going on. Not a great game. So let's just chalk that up and move on. All right, next game. Montreal uh, beats Columbus 3-1. Uh, bottom dwellers going at it. Uh, Montembeau takes the win. Uh, he's 4-2-1 on the season. Not too bad. Um, again, uh, Montreal surprising this year. Um, well, Columbus uh, is surprising in how bad it is, really. So, um, you know, take that for what it's worth. But Montembeau had a great game. Um, not too much to say about this. Um, one guy I would like to highlight is David Savard, a defenseman on the Canadiens. He's a, he's an excellent this this guy's an excellent streaming level defenseman maybe even a, a like a a streamer with benefits if you look at some of the stuff he's doing first off he's got 
Um, he's, he's getting the best deployment for the defenseman there. He's 20, 24 minutes. He had a goal. He had four shots on goal, one hit, six blocks. Um, he's doing that on the nightly. So David Savard, you know, someone you might want to, you might want to target if you're, if you're hurting for, for a D man and you need some perifs. And then boy, Columbus. Yeah. It's just slim pickings over there. Um, I will talk about a, a Columbus player moving forward, but how about Johnny Gaudreau? He, I mean, you know, he says he doesn't regret his decision, but th- this is this is pretty ugly. Columbus has been gross this season, and, and obviously they've had a lot of injuries, so you can't put it all on, you know, the, the team and the coaching. But, yeah, right now it's just him and a bunch of slugs. So, I mean, no offense. <laughs> yeah, actually, that's very offensive. Um, so good thing, yeah, these the Columbus players, they're the only team that doesn't listen to my podcast. So there you go. I can I can talk all kinds of yang on them, and it doesn't matter. But uh, yeah, just things are not great in Columbus, and it's probably not going to get any better. Okay, let's move on. Next game, Minnesota destroys Winnipeg 6-1. Wasn't close, wasn't, yeah, just a a bad game for Winnipeg. Hellebuck uh, loses there, lets in six goals on uh, 39 shots. Kyle Connor got a goal, so that's nice, but uh, nothing really doing on the Winnipeg side. Um, Gustafson, uh, for Minnesota wild. Yeah. He's, uh, sounds like Fleury's going to be back on Friday. So if you had Gustafson, uh, streamed in, you can probably drop him. I think Fleury's going to get the majority of the starts now, but he's a good spot start. If you, you know, in back to backs, uh, if you need some uh, goalie wins for streaming, Kalen Addison doing his thing again, one goal, one assist. And it's frustrating because he's on the bubble, but then when he's on the bubble, he'll go out and have a game like this, you know, one goal, one assist. That's great. Um, no peripherals, right? And only he's under 20 minutes of ice time, so that's not awesome. He's just a, he's a bit of an enigma, but you can clearly see the talent. I think, you know, he may be a 35, 40-point defenseman this season. He's kind of like a Tony D'Angelo kind of guy, like before Tony D'Angelo got to uh, uh, Philadelphia. Um, he reminds me of that kind of model, right? Just, just power play defenseman, offensive defenseman, not bringing much else at this point in his career. And then Matt Boldy got off the snide, one goal, two assists. You like to see that because, uh, yeah, he was trending downwards. So, yeah, good uh, uh, Minnesota, I think. And I, I like the pickup of Reeves. I think that's a great trade for them, and like, just for the reasons that I mentioned. So, he bangs. She bangs. She bangs. Oh, baby. But she moves. She moves. He does that. All right. Uh, next one up. Uh, not too much to talk about here. Islanders. Beat Edmonton um, three nothing. Sorokin with the shutout. He's nine and five on the season. Edmonton, there, there's something, something wrong in Edmonton, and, and they just have not been able to address the issue that they have, which is, is their defense, right? Uh, keeping the puck out of the net and their goalie. So obviously their offense is elite, like beyond elite. But when you, you know, like this team, they figured out how to shut them down, and we've seen it in the playoffs with Edmonton too. Um, if that offense isn't coming, there's nothing else, right? There's no, they, 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 they don't have the defensive acumen to, to stop these guys. And this all said, I mean, Strokin played on, stood on his head. He's 49 saves. So for the shutout, that that's big. Um, also look at my man, JGP, Jean-Gabriel Pajot. All right. This is a nice, uh, this is a nice player as well. He's starting to put together some numbers, two goals on the night, 17 minutes, you know, he's, he's definitely, a, he's still a streamer level, but if he keeps playing like this, it's, it's definitely someone you should watch, right? His, his rate stats, they aren't awesome, right? So, I mean, he's, he's burying his chances right now is what the advanced stats sort of tell me on that. But right now he's burying his chances, so maybe, maybe you can pick him up for a song. A um, couple troubling things. Tyson Berry. Your cousin, Marvin Berry. You know, only 16 minutes in this one. Um, you know, it looks like he's not really playing on the power play as much. So I've seen Barry dropped in a lot of spots. I, I would hold on Barry, to be honest. I think you got to give it a bit more time there. Um, so, yeah, that's my two cents. Take it for what it's worth. And another weird stat in this game, uh, Darnell Nurse played 27 minutes, only three shots and one block. It's like he's just out there for, for a cardio session, I guess. Um, it's just not what I expected out of Nurse. So, I don't know, keep an eye on those things. But, yeah, I think Edmonton, they, they got to do something. They got to change their style. They, they uh, you know, before it's too late, I, I really feel like they, they are wasting some of the best. Uh, they're wasting the best years of Connor McDavid's career, truthfully, and Drysaddle. So, they got to get that sorted out and get these guys at least in the finals so they can play for it. You know what I mean? 
I'm sure you do. All right. Next one up, Washington beats Philly in overtime. Ovechkin with the OT winner on a two-on-one. What a beauty. That's his uh, 790th goal. Not much else to say. This guy's awesome. Uh, he's, he's starting to pick it up, uh, Ovechkin, doing his thing. Oh, oh, oh. You know what I'm talking about. Oh. <laughs> yeah. A um, couple players uh, on Philly I did want to talk about. Um, players that I think are holds that are getting dropped. Uh, first one is Tony D'Angelo. Oh, with the pretty boy, Tony. Yeah. Hey. Right. Okay. Hey, Tony. Yeah. Hey. That's nice. All right. You cannot drop Tony D'Angelo. Please don't drop Tony D'Angelo. All right. When, when he his deployment is obscene. All right. He, he played another 27 minutes this game. Two hits, two blocks. He was minus one. Two shots on goal. Two for two, two, two. All right. Um, he's going to be fine. We're still looking at a 50 point defenseman. So unless you're going to drop your 50 point defenseman for like an 80 point forward or something like well, you know, he's going to he's gonna get you what you need for a defenseman, right? And with this kind of deployment, it's insane. So his rate stats are good. I talked about it a little bit. I was on a podcast with uh, Nate, uh, Apples and Genos. I do that every Sunday. Um, yeah, Tony D'Angelo is going to be fine. Stick with Tony D. You're going to like what you see, okay? Uh, the other guy is Owen Tippett. A lot of people are dropping Owen Tippett. And uh, granted, he has uh, dropped off in his last couple games. Uh, you know, the, the game where he got two goals there, you know, he, he was getting a ton of individual scoring chances. Um, he was all over the ice. You know, that's kind of come down a bit. But what hasn't come down is his deployment, right? Um, he played 19 minutes in this game. He's on the top power play. He's on the top line. I think you got you to gotta kind of ride with him. Um, for a little bit longer, see what he does. I mean, you can drop him if need be, for sure. But I'm holding on to Owen Tippett. I have him on three teams. I want to see what he does, right? Give me another couple games. If he does nothing, then get the hell out of my sight, all right? But uh, hold on those dudes, all right? Next one up, Dallas and Chicago. Dallas takes it 6-4. Ottinger with the win. He's playing great this year. Uh, this game, you know, a little probably higher scoring than than he wanted. Mrazek takes the loss. Not a surprise there. This guy's not a starting caliber goalie. It, it's, it just is what it is. Mrazek hasn't been good, you know, for years. So it's, it's unfortunate. Chicago is a dumpster fire right now. Not too much to like really on that team. Um, I do like that Seth Jones came back. Uh, you know, this is his first game back. Uh, he got a goal, three shots, 21 minutes. I like that. Jones should be rostered. Kane should obviously be rostered. Everyone else is kind of up in the air to me. I mean, Taves has been playing good. You know, we got an assist. That's a great adjective. Taves is good. He is good, but uh, he's past his prime, as we all know. Um, but, yeah, the rest of Chicago is just, just streamer level um, when you can stream him in. Uh, Dallas, however, man, they are flying at the start of the season. I love that. Jamie Benn, again, turning back the clock. Goal and an assist. Love that. Um, what else? Uh, let's see. Robertson. Robertson. Sheesh. Eight shots, two goals, 21 minutes. The guy's elite uh, this season. So I love to see that. I actually didn't expect it. Um, I didn't expect this production. I, I expected still 75 to 80 points, but he might be, he might be able to surpass that. Um, his, all his rate stats are showing well. He, he, you know, he's just he's come out of the gates flying, so he's definitely very prepared for the season. So I like Jason Robertson a lot, um, and I like Dallas's uh, rest of season value. A lot of the players on that team. Okay, let's move on. Next game, big one. Vancouver Canucks beat the Avalanche, the defending Stanley Cup champs, with a comeback victory. 4-3. Uh, Ethan Bear with the game-winning goal. Um, bizarre stuff in, in Vancouver that Spencer Martin, the backup goalie, he's the one getting all the wins. He's 5-1-1 this season, where Demko is just... He's been hot garbage. Um, so... Yeah, Demko, I mean, what do you do with Demko? I've, I've had that question a few times, and I think I, you still got to hold him, right? The, the level of player that Demko is, um, you know, when he's on his game, is, is worth holding for, right? You're not going to be able to pick up a player of that caliber on the wire, certainly not a goalie. Um, that being said, I mean, Martin, you can pick him up for spot starts or any starts, at least at this point. They seem to be rolling with him a little bit, so he's, he's worth a speculative, speculative ad. But just keep in mind, you're, you're with the Canucks, and no lead is safe, all right? But I'm glad they got the win. That's nice. Uh, Pavel Francouz. It's not Suze, all right? It's Susie. <laughs> My name is Susie. Takes the loss, all right? Um, yeah, 
not not much to say. Avalanche will be better than this. They had the game, and then the Canucks sort of got got some. So, um, Avalanche are elite, though, man. <laughs> they they just look good. Um, I I think they'll be right there. Uh, you know, at the end of the season again. Um, Evan Rodriguez uh, was injured in this game, uh, wasn't able to return, so he only played four and a half minutes. So I think he, I, he's going to be out on Friday as well. So if you had Evan Rodriguez, I think you could drop him. No problems there. Let's go to the next one. Ottawa, again, losing. Um, they lost 4-1 to Vegas. Um, Thompson, um, this guy is, a, he's just on a, he's on a bender. He's 11-3 and in the season. He's, he's, Logan Thompson's probably, you know, called a trophy favorite right now. Um, so it's a great story there. Uh, I love to see that. And Ottawa just continues its free fall. They actually started the season out pretty well, and then it's just the wheels fell off. So it just proves you, you can't put a bunch of good players on a team and just expect them to to do stuff, right? When you look at Ottawa's roster, this this kind of play, the, this record doesn't make sense to me. So, I mean, that said, they they outshot Vegas. They outhit them by a wide margin. Um you know they they had less giveaways. I what what do you what do you say about this? I think it will turn around. It's not going to be as bad as this in Ottawa, but um, you know it's it's, it's rough times there. Uh, the only real bright spots to me are Jake Sanderson has uh, been sort of stepped up in the in the wake of uh, Thomas Shabbat missing, and then Tim Stutzla, Timmy Stutz. Uh, those are the only two guys that I see going really at, at this point. Um, but I mean, you gotta hold your you gotta hold your Ottawa guys. And meanwhile, for Vegas, uh, they're just rolling. They're they're one of the best teams in the league right now, and I love that. Um, shout out to uh, Wild Bill uh, William Carlson. This guy had a beautiful goal. I mean, go check the highlights. He he comes in on the left side, stops at the faceoff circle, spins, and just rips a backhand a top corner like just just stupid, super smooth, um, awesome highlights. So yeah, uh, great job, Vegas rolling. Keep going with your Vegas guys. Love it. We're almost done, everybody. I want to get into these waiver wire ads, all right? Um, next game up, Anaheim takes a win over New York. Uh, the Rangers, wow. Um, Gibson gets a rare win. And how about uh, my man, Yarrow Halak, 0-5-1 on the season. Jeez. I remember him in Vancouver last year. Um, didn't play well. Um, you know, it was kind of the same story. So uh, he's been he's been really poor since he since he was moved out of Boston. So that's too bad for him. But yeah, they just can't get him any support. Um, you know, the the Rangers didn't play very well. Let, let's just chalk it up to that. They did outshoot the Anaheim. Gibson played very well. Um, but a couple guys on Anaheim, I'm really liking these days. Cam Fowler again. Uh, I think you should add him. Uh, Cam Fowler is a, is a definite add to me. At this point, uh, he's, he's getting amazing deployment. He's on the power plays instead of uh, Klingbird, so he's playing first-line first, first line power play. So Fowler, to me, is an ad, especially with this, this kind of deployment, right? I think Klingberg will probably eventually take that back, but, boy, he played only 15 and a half minutes this game. Sheesh. That show ain't no good, all right? Uh, but Troy Terry, again, doing his thing. He's playing very well this season, so Make sure Troy Terry is, is rostered in your league. I'm sure he is, but if you're in some kind of clown league that doesn't have Troy Terry rostered, get the hell out of that league. But first off, win it, take the money, and then never speak to them again, okay? Get that um, I don't know where I'm going with this, but let's keep going. Uh, next game, Seattle, San Jose. Uh, this is the, uh, um, Seattle wins 8-5. What the, what the, what? Seattle's going off this season. Boy. Uh, Martin Jones, 10-4-2. Love that. I, I wish we could have that in Vancouver. We got Thatcher Demko dinking around with like 2-9-1 and one or something. Um, whatever. Um, Kapo Kakinen takes the loss uh, for the Sharks. He let in seven goals on 26 shots. That's not good, all right? But what is good is my man, Timo time. Timo Meyer. Oh, check out this line right here. Uh, so 21 minutes of play, three goals, six shots, five hits. Yes, please. I got a bowl of chocolate pudding in my underpants. We didn't have any pudding in there, buddy. Timo Meyer, elite. Love this guy. Um, he's, he's even better in Cats Leagues because um, you, get, you get those hits as well. So, But his, he's shooting a ton, and they're, they're scoring chances. They're high-danger scoring chances. He's going to have a great season. I think he's going to be, be good for 80 points. Hopefully he stays healthy um, with, a, with a ton of perifs. I love that. And then Carlson's still doing his thing with another assist. Logan Couture as well, goal and an assist. 
Um, the rate stance aren't so friendly for Logan Couture, but he's getting it done. I mean, he's putting points on the board. He should probably be rostered at this point. So, yeah, take a look and see if uh, he's there. And then Seattle's whole team basically should is probably on the waiver wires. <laughs> so take a look there if you need any players. Uh, Matty Beniers, good for offense. Bjorkstrand got off the snide with a goal. Vince Dunn, big game. Adam Larson, big game peripherally. Yeah, they got a lot of good players there that can, that can get you some category uh, stuff. And then, yeah, uh, I, I like Seattle. They're, they're having a, a nice season, a definite improvement over last year. You like to see it, all right? And then, sorry, I forgot to mention the Predators and the Red Wings. Uh, not too much to talk about this game. Billy Huso gets another shutout. He's got his leading three shutouts. So the Predators just remain such a frustrating team. Um, at least my man, Big Juicy, UC Soros. A juice tiger. A juice tiger. A juice tiger. I juice everything, though. He's starting to play better. He didn't play this game. It was uh, Lankinen. Um, so he took the L there, but... Um, Saros is playing better, but the rest of the team is like, they're just not, they're just not matching it. And I think this is what a lot of people thought. I wasn't so sure about it, but I, you know, I'm going into the season. A lot of the, the predators last season overachieved, right. And maybe they're kind of coming back down to earth. I still think they have a lot more to give, but yeah, they're, they're just not playing well. They're not playing consistent and they haven't got consistent goaltending. So, um, Red Wings, whoever playing very well. Um, yeah, they're, they're again, just another surprise, right? So <laughs> coming out of draft season, you look at your team, you're like, oh, I'm, I'm great. And then teams like, you know, New Jersey, the Red Wings, uh, Arizona, um, all these teams, uh, the Flyers, uh, they're coming out and just dominating. It's like, what, what the hell is this? The Kraken, you know? So it, it's, it's been a frustrating fantasy season so far, but I don't know. You like to see it. These are, we, you know, it's good to kind of find these data points and figure out, um, you know, where we can find some value. All right. That was that. That's our recap. I tried to do it as fast as possible. 15 games, you know, what are you going to do? I did my best. All right. But it's nice to kind of get through those games. I haven't done that in a little while. Now let's get into our waiver ads. All right. And these people, uh, these three guys are available in 50% or under of Yahoo leagues. Okay. So I'll sort of give you my reasoning behind that. Um, but, uh, first off, two of the players are from Buffalo. And one of the reasons I chose that, um, is because Buffalo has an amazing schedule next, next week. All right. They have a four game week, but three of their games are on light days, right? So they play Monday, Wednesday, um, Thursday, which is like, uh, which is there's 11 games. So you should have a spot for them potentially on the Thursday and then they play Sunday. Um, so Buffalo is a team that I'm targeting next, uh, next week. I'll definitely put out a waiver wire show or sorry, not a waiver wire show, a, um, uh, streamer strategy show on Sunday, just to let you know, but Buffalo is going to be one of the teams we're targeting, right? And the first player I'm looking at, you know who he is, is Jeff Skinner. Whoa. Cannon to the right of them. Cannon to the left of them. Cannon in front of them. Volley and thunder. This man, he's only rostered in 40% of leagues right now. Um, that is clearly going to go up after his last two performances. So you need to get into your waiver wire right now and see if Jeff Skinner's available. He's a great streamer for uh, next week. And to me, I, I don't know that Jeff Skinner can, can continue this for the whole season. Um, he did have a good season last year. Let's, let's not uh, mince words. Like he played... Um, you know, he got 63 points in 80 games last season. 33 goals. Love that. Um, this season he has 21 points in 20 games. Uh, he's at a, you know, he's at an 86 game or sorry, 86 point pace over 82 games. It's, he's just playing very well. Um, so he's 36 in the league in shots per 60. Um, he's 43rd in the league with individual Corsi four per 60. So, and he's 32nd in the league in individual scoring chances for per 60. So th those are amazing numbers for a guy that's 40% rostered. That doesn't make sense. So while he's doing this, you need to go pick him up. Um, he's a first liner, first line power play. Um, so lots of things going on with him in particular. You know, he's shooting at 15% right now where his, you know, his career average is 11%. So he is, he is uh, converting at a higher rate, but he's shooting less. You know, um, he's hitting a little more. He's blocking a little more. Um, he's on the power play a bit more, but his ice time is less. So I think while this is ongoing, Jeff Skinner, he, he could potentially even do better than this. I mean, I wouldn't expect five point, 
uh, nights like that, that's certainly going to help, uh, you know, what we're talking about here. But, um, you know, Buffalo's offense looks very good right now, very fluid, and everybody's going, right? So I think while this is ongoing and this week coming up, you got to get Jeff Skinner on your team, okay? Um, yeah, last few games here is his big games especially, you know, four scoring chances, four against Montreal the other night, and then three in St. Louis, you know, with seven points in his last two games. It's crazy. Um, so, yeah, get him on your team. You're going to like what you see. I guarantee it. All right. And uh, the next player I'm looking at who's rostered in only 17% of Yahoo leagues is Dylan Cousins. He's the uh, second line center. Uh, sorry, second. Um, yeah, sorry, second line center on, uh, on Buffalo. And again, th- their second line's going as well, right? He, he himself has four points in his last three games. He's up to 15 points in, in, uh, on the season in 20 games, which is good for like a 62-point pace over the full season. Um, but his shooting percentage is up at 9.8. His shots on goal are up 2.6, whereas last season he, he was only shooting at 2, two per game, right? So those are kind of some basic stats. And then we delve in a little deeper. Um, yeah, he, he's just his... So he's 50th in the league in individual scoring chances for per 60. 50th, Dylan Cousins. That's pretty darn good. This guy's 17% rostered. He's 108th in the league in individual Corsi four per 60, and he's 72nd in the league in high danger chances for per 60. So he's getting a ton of chances. He's on the first power play as well. That, that's, uh, that's something key there. Um, yeah, Dylan Cousins is on the first power play. So um, he's, he's got access to this uh, elite uh, player Tage Thompson and Alex Tuck, um, you know, uh, aforementioned Skinner, and then Rasmus Dahlin. This guy's been killing it, right? So, yeah, Dylan Cousins, I think, is a great stream for next week. Might be a streamer with benefits. Um, he, he's, he's like, the, to me, he seems like a type of player that's, that could pop off here any minute and could have a nice season. I think he does have 60-point potential. 55 to 60-point potential, I think, is reasonable for Dylan Cousins. If the, if the Buffalo Sabres kind of keep at the same you know, the same offensive pace they have. I think he's going to be a big part of it. And definitely if he stays on that first power play. So you got Dylan Cousins. You got Jeff Skinner. Who's next, baby? I like to talk about Boone Jenner. All right. Um, This guy is rostered in 45% of Yahoo leagues. Boone Jenner has been playing really well. Okay. So like in his last few games, you know, he was, he was uh, zero points in his last game against Montreal. But before that, I mean, he's got six points in his last five games. Um, another thing that Boone Jenner does really well, lots of shots on goal, um, decent hits, decent blocks. Like, look look at this game he had against Philadelphia on the 15th. Two goals, five shots on goal, uh, one power play goal, four hits, four blocks in 18 minutes on ice. Like, yeah, that's, that's excellent. And the thing with Columbus is they don't have anyone else. They're, they're so depleted. So he's getting all his time is going to be with Johnny Gaudreau, basically. Um, so, and he, and in his last game where he was shut out, uh, against Montreal, he played 22 minutes. So Boone Jenner to me is, is a definite add at this point. Um, he's 49th in the league in shots per 60. He's 79th in the league in individual scoring chances, four per 60. And he's 80th in the league in individual Corsi four per 60. I mean, these, these, these rate stats are not, um, unsustainable. I think this might be where he is, especially with the injuries on that team. So um, that is someone that I think you should definitely target. Um, and now, like very quickly, because I think he's going to be one of, the, one of the top guys picked up here uh, in the next little bit. So now that we've said that, I do actually want to go into the top ads and drops, all right? So let's take a look at that, and we'll just, uh, we'll just look at this really quick. So no surprise, we're going to go, again, we're in Yahoo Leagues, Okay. We'll do the top five ads, the top five drops. Top ad, no surprise here, is Skinner. Skinner? Yeah. Um, so he's 40% rostered right now. We'll see what that looks like tomorrow. Um, but yeah, go go check and see if Skinner's available. He's going to be, he's still got some games this week. And then next week is going to be really key with those three off days uh, games played. So go pick up Skinner. It's a no-brainer. Uh, next up, TJ Oshie. Uh, as the next uh, most added player, totally makes sense. He had a great game, uh, his first game back against Philly. Two assists, uh, one, one on the power play. He had three shots, seven hits, and two blocks. That's a big game. 
And, and he's shown himself to be a big part of the offense when he's there. Um, unfortunately, it, he's never kind of eclipsed um, kind of where, where you thought Oshie might go, right? Like his, um, yeah, I'm just looking right now. Yeah, his, his high total, uh, his point total ever was uh, 60 points. And yeah, I, I don't think that he's going to be getting that this year. But he could get 50 points. He could get 45 points. You know, I, he's definitely a guy that he gets injured a lot, right? So that, that, most likely he's going to miss some more time this year. But he's back. He's healthy. He's hitting like a train. Uh, you know, he, he's bringing a lot of things to the table. So, yeah, totally makes sense. Uh, next one up is Philip Hronick. This is a great ad as well. Um, he is 63% rostered in Yahoo. He's still getting power play time, uh, Hronick. And uh, what's more than that, he's, he's on a heater right now. In his last five games, he's got um, eight points in his last five games, uh, including some pretty decent defenseman peripherals. So I, I think this is a guy you got to add. And all, not to mention that Detroit has, um, th- they have a great schedule next week as well. They've got, f- uh, similar to Buffalo, they've got four games with three games on light days. So Hronick makes absolute sense for this week upcoming. So if he's available, you should probably, he's probably better than the worst defenseman on your team. So you probably want to go do that. All right, go pick up Hronick. It makes sense. Next up is Jacob Chikrin. We talked about that. He was a stash for most people, most likely. I think he, he's, he's going to play top four minutes in Arizona. They don't have a lot of options there. But to me, not being on the power play one is going to cap his ceiling a little bit. But it makes sense. I would pick him up. And if he gets traded, his ceiling could go up. And then another Arizona player, uh, Vamelka. We talked about him. I just, I have him on a couple teams, but I don't like it. You know what I mean? He's, uh, <laughs> I just feel like the wheels are going to fall off eventually, kind of like they have in Philadelphia, right? And I think Carter Hart's a better goalie than Vamelka. So, I don't know. <laughs> I have him on teams myself, so I, would, I can definitely recommend picking him up, but just, you know, lower your expectations. And that's it for your top five ads. Top five drops this week. Pavel Fransuz. All right, most people probably picked him up for that game against the Canucks. They thought it was going to be a sure win and probably should have been. But he took the L. So get the hell out of my face, Fransuz, or I get out of my sight. Um, yeah, he's a number one. I mean, he's only you're, you're only picking him up for, for the spot starts or the back end of a back-to-back. Georgiev is the man in Colorado. But, uh, you know, if he gets injured, Fransuz is a, is a must-add. you got to pick him up ASAP. Um, Owen Tippett is the next one, uh, most dropped. And I did talk about him a little bit. Um, I would hold on Owen Tippett. I don't, I don't like the drop here. Um, that said, Philly has, you know, they have three games next week and they're all on busy nights. So you may or may not have a spot for Owen Tippett. So I understand the drop. It makes total sense. I'm holding as long as I can. I mean, if you have plus minus in your league as well, like Owen Tippett's, he's going to hurt you there, but he's still getting great deployment. He's first line, first power play. I think, I think you got to hold him. I don't know. That, that's my two cents on it. But yeah, totally. I, I understand the drop if you want to. Um, let's see. Mike Matheson for the Canadians is being dro- uh, dropped. Um, he, yeah, he, he was added in a bunch of spots and now he's being dropped. So I don't know. I, I, don't, I don't get the ad. I don't get the drop. He, he's, he, gets, he gets good um, deployment in his last three games. I mean, 24 minutes, 22-34, 24-38 with decent peripherals, no real offense. So I don't know. Yeah, if you want a defenseman, Mike Matheson, you could do worse, but drop him. Who cares? And then Jordy Ben um, was just put on uh, injured reserve. My goodness. I actually didn't even know that. Um, yeah, he's week to week right now. He played the last six games. He played pretty well, and now he's week to week. So, yeah, Ben, see you later. Get out of here. And then Tyson Berry, uh, which, again, we talked to him about him a little bit. I don't like that drop. I think you got to hang on. You drafted him for a reason, and you probably got him late. So, you know, he, he's put up some decent production already, 12 points. Yeah, his deployment's gone down, and it's trending down even more. He doesn't bring you a lot peripherally, and he's not scoring right now. So I get the, I get the drop, but I don't know. For me, I'm holding on Tyson Berry um, for a little bit longer. All right? But that is it. That is all we got for this show. Oh, my goodness. Um, my throat's sore. <laughs> I haven't talked this long in a little while. So I'm just so happy to be back. I'm going to be trying to 
pump out the content. I know I say that a lot, but I mean it this time, all right? Um, yeah, but like I said, life gets in the way. I want to make sure that, uh, you know, I'm, I'm getting you guys what you need. I've been trying my hand on Twitter at uh, doing some tweet storms and stuff like that uh, post-game. So when I have capacity, I'll definitely be doing that. So again, check me out on Twitter, at Blake Creamer S-E. All right, um, come on over. Come on over, talk to me. Um, yeah, I, uh, I love answering your fantasy hockey questions, um, and I'm trying to post as many good resources as I can as well. So anyways, that's all we got for the show, okay? So we are going to get back at it tomorrow, I hope. Uh, maybe a later show uh, in the nighttime, but uh, we'll get you ready for the weekend and then we'll do our uh, um, streaming strategy show on Sunday. And as well, I am uh, uh, every Sunday, I'm going to be with uh, Nate Groot Niblink uh, of Apples and Genos uh, on the Apples and Genos podcast, um, just talking about hot and cold players leading into the week. So definitely check out Apples and Genos. It's at Apples and Genos on Twitter. Check them out. And again, Sports Ethos. Sportsethos.com. You got to get over there. Um, ridiculous content. Um, if you like basketball, man, th- these guys are they're ahead of the game. They're, there's no there's no question. This is like premium um, premium fantasy content. You're not going to get anywhere else. So um, yeah, that's all I got to say. Celebrate your day, everybody. Thanks for coming out. Bye for now. A rational explanation is hardly necessary. necessary, necessary, necessary.